Welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. Today, it's going to be all about creating a healthy future consciously, no matter what's going on outside of you, in your family, your community, or even the world. That's today's topic, conscious creation. So let's get into it. What does it mean to consciously create? How do you do it? It sounds simple enough, but when you think of all the unhappy, judgmental thoughts that we all allow into our minds, all that negativity that flows through us every day like cars speeding down a highway, well, being able to create good health can be difficult. Now, before I go any further, I want to make perfectly clear that we, meaning humans who inhabit this planet, are sovereign beings. We've all been given the gift of free will to create whatever we want here on earth. It's why we're here. And that's fantastic. Unfortunately, we've also been negatively programmed for most of our lives by both well-meaning and not so well-meaning people and organizations, which has led to the majority of us being quite fearful and harboring a lot of unhealthy beliefs. That fear makes it a challenge for anyone to believe they deserve a life that's upbeat, high vibe and healthy. This is pretty much the reality of today's world, because if you look around, it seems like we've never been more unhealthy than we are today. And sadly, we don't even seem to question how we got here. What we've accepted as inevitable are limiting thoughts and beliefs. The example that immediately comes to my mind is the thought that there are incurable diseases or unchangeable health conditions. The truth is there isn't anything you can't change no disease or condition you can't improve or heal. But to do that, you need to believe it. What we consider to be bad health is only unchangeable because we believe it is. So how do you turn that around for yourself? How do you switch out old, unloving, and limiting beliefs for healthy, expansive ones? How do you actually create good health and the life you set out to live before you were born? The answer is with mental and emotional discipline with dedication to moving your thoughts, beliefs, and emotions towards love, which is towards spirit, your true nature, and away from judgment, which comes from your ego. It all begins by understanding that it's our minds which are always directing the way life goes for each of us. But instead of using our minds to create consciously, 99.9% of the time, we're miscreating unconsciously. Now, life really can be optimal if we learn how to focus our minds and use the present moment to masterfully manifest what we would like to have. And by that, I mean create a life that's disease-free, worry-free, peaceful, and abundant. There's no doubt that some of the people listening to this podcast might be saying to themselves at this very moment, hey, that chick's got it wrong. It's impossible to do that. The life we all lead comes down to luck of the draw, a crapshoot, if you will. And my response to that is, yes, your life is a crapshoot if you don't understand who you are and the power you have to create. So who are you? A divine aspect of God, that's who. We are all made in the image of God, source, the one infinite creator, whatever you want to call it. And that means we're as powerful as God because we're part of God. That's who we are. And that's what gives us the power to manifest good health at any point even if it seems to be too late in the game. If you don't believe me, check out Anita Morjani. If you don't know her story, buy her book, Dying to Be Me. 
In it, she writes that after a four-year-long journey with cancer, her body began shutting down. She and everyone around her believed that she was on her way out. And as she lay in the hospital, readying herself for the end, she had an extraordinary near-death experience. She found herself on the other side, where she met up with her dad who had crossed over some time before. Now, during their life together here on Earth, their relationship hadn't always been easy. But in this experience, she found herself communicating in a way she'd never done before. And their meeting on the other side made her realize how worthy, how loved, how magnificent she really was, and that it was all her own lack of self-love and subconsciously held negative beliefs that had caused her to get sick in the first place and had made relationships like hers between her and her dad somewhat difficult. When she regained consciousness, her condition improved so rapidly that she was released from the hospital within weeks and without a trace of cancer remaining. Today, Anita goes around the world sharing her story, trying to help others learn to step into their power by changing their beliefs and loving themselves. Her journey really highlights how anyone has the power to change anything, even if they're that close to death. But it requires you to expand your mind and heart. You have to believe you can be healthy and do the work to manifest it. So the message today is to stop honoring the beliefs that were and continue to be spoon-fed to you that don't serve you. As well-meaning as the people who taught you these unloving beliefs were and are, it's time to step up and become truly discerning, especially when it comes to any belief that doesn't empower you, that wants to keep you safe and small and powerless. Take the time to look inside and ask yourself whether you're giving away your power or enhancing it. To do that, you need to start with your own mind. You need to know whether the thoughts and beliefs that drive your behavior are aligned with love or fear. And the tool to do that is your own inner guidance system, which is 100% aligned with love. This emotional guidance system, which shows up as feelings in the pit of your stomach, is where you'll feel the direction in which you're headed. Why? Because your emotional guidance system is your connection to source, and it will never steer you wrong but you need to learn how to interpret what it's telling you. So how do you know whether you're on or off track? Do you feel good or do you feel bad? If you're feeling good, you're on track. You'll go through your day peaceful, relaxed, enthusiastic, you know, just enjoying life. The better you feel, the more on track you are and the more connected to love you are. And that's where you want to be all the time because that's the frequency of good health. So what if you're worried, stressed out, resentful of someone, or angry about a situation in your life? What then? How do you read that? The trouble with all the programming we've had over the years is that it's led us to misinterpret our inner guidance. Consequently, when we feel bad, we don't know what that means. We've been taught to think we feel bad because something or someone outside of us is causing us to feel that way. After all, we've been taught that everything is separate and that life is being done to us from the outside. But that's incorrect. Nothing is separate from anything, because in reality, everything is part of God, the oneness of all that is. And that means everything is connected. Everything's a part of the other, and nothing is separate from anything. Separation is actually an illusion, a trick of the mind. And here's the real kick. Everything and everyone out there, they're coming from you. 
this life, this reality, and everything in it that you perceive, it's your creation, a projection from your own consciousness, which is what Carl Jung meant when he said, perception is projection. Since you probably never had that explained to you while you were growing up, it's likely you don't believe it. And I'll be the first to admit that it is a mind-blowing concept when considered from a 3D perspective. And as an aside, let me explain that. 3D, the third dimension, is where Earth is right now. But Earth is moving on up to 5D. Just thought I'd tell you that. Anyway, everything in this reality is a projection from each person's consciousness, no matter what dimension you're in. And taken together, it's the collective consciousness. No one's separate from that. It's all us, and we're all connected. So if you find yourself feeling bad when thinking about someone else, Understand that it's your emotional guidance system telling you that you're off track, that you're assessing the situation incorrectly. You're allowing your ego to project judgments and you're feeling unwell because of them. Why? Because these judgments are always untrue and unloving. Since we're all connected, the reality out there is only ever a reflection of our minds. And that projection, that seeming separation, because it all seems so real, is what tricks you into thinking that you can judge and attack something or someone else and not suffer. But that's not true either. Why? Because that other is another aspect of you, projected from you. So the next time you start to blame someone outside of yourself, remember that you're projecting some form of fear that your own consciousness is generating and laying on the other person in order to avoid dealing with that unhealthy thought or belief in your own mind which miscreated the situation in the first place. So instead of getting upset by certain events or people, recognize that it's your own consciousness that's showing up and reframe it. Seeing that is actually a gift. You can't let negative beliefs go and replace them with healthy beliefs unless you see them first and acknowledge them as your own. So be grateful that you're seeing what you don't like. It's your opportunity to take responsibility for them. Forgive them and change them out for what you really want by focusing your mind on a positive alternative. By now, you're probably wondering why I'm bringing this up on a podcast about cancer and health. The answer is because all those incorrect assessments you've made and keep making until you try to see things differently are what can and do create disease because of the vibration of those thoughts and beliefs. They're all low vibe, and they're a frequency match to disease. To stay healthy, you need to take your vibration higher, preferably up to the frequency of joy and love, which is where good health resides. To do that, you need to think, say, and do in a manner that reflects who you truly are, which is to take responsibility for both your happy creations and unhappy miscreations, and acknowledge your power to change the ones that no longer serve you. If you feel powerless to do that, then you are indeed your own victim and never anyone else's. This is a really tough concept for some people to hear, but if you don't master it, you're never going to learn how to create your life consciously, and it's likely that you'll continue to miscreate unconsciously and keep setting yourself up for more pain and disease. You'll keep blaming others for what you don't understand is coming from you and not them. Remember, the universe is holographic. It's only ever reflecting back to you what you're putting out, and at a matching frequency. That's the universal law of attraction at work. Like attracts like, and you reap what you sow. 
So how did knowing this help me overcome cancer? Well, as much as I'm thankful, actually really grateful for all the help I had to get well from cancer, as much love and respect as I have for the medical team that made my healing their concern, I knew that ultimately I was the one who had to take responsibility for my life and make the decisions about which drugs to take and which procedures I would endure. My medical team and I did not always see eye to eye throughout the treatment. We had a few intense discussions, and I ended up not following the standard protocol for treating breast cancer. Why? Because some of the drugs they wanted me to take weren't life-enhancing for me. The side effects were awful, and the quality of life I experienced while taking them was terrible. As for the chemo they gave me during my second bout with the disease, when I had metastatic breast cancer in my spine, well, it all seemed pointless. I wasn't interested in extending my life at a subpar frequency level. My goal was to heal permanently. And so once I put myself into remission, I quit taking the chemo in order to help myself stay higher vibe. So if the drugs weren't responsible for putting me into remission from what they told me was terminal cancer, what was? The answer is that on some level, and at some point along the road, I decided to stay, to keep going. I changed my mind and replaced old beliefs with new ones. As a result, I haven't died from cancer, and I don't believe I ever will. For me, the disease was the wake-up call I needed to stop giving away my power and start learning how to create the life I deserve to live. Now, I've never seen myself as a victim, and I've never blamed anyone for where I was in life. But until my second bout with cancer, I'd never really dedicated myself to doing the work of forgiving and being non-judgmental about everything and everyone in my life. That second cancer made me take a hard look at what I was doing with my mind. I took the time to figure out how I was recreating the disease and then learned how to put it behind me. It's essentially mind training because all disease begins and ends in the mind. Today, thanks to cancer, I make it a point to live as a conscious creator rather than as an unconscious miscreator. The work I do, which is daily forgiveness of self and others, radical acceptance of everything, and being grateful that I now understand my state of health is my creation, all of that has really helped me become clear about what an amazing journey life is on planet Earth. I know I made the decision to get well because through it all, I never lost my zest for living. I never even saw myself as sick, just in a state of transition into something better. My experience as a cancer patient revealed to me just how much I actually value this life and everyone in it. If I had followed what my doctors wanted me to do and believed everything they said would be my future, I'd be on my way out by now, if not already on the other side. And that will come at some point, but for right now, I'm healthy, happy, and upbeat about the future. What I want to underscore is this. When you actively align your mind with love, joy, and creativity, everything falls into place. Rather than focusing on negativity and disease, you're using each moment to feel into the positive and enjoy your life moment by moment, feeling as if you already have the great health you desire. If you don't make an effort to consciously do that, you will allow your ego with all of its judgments and conflict and inner chaos to rule your world. And that's what brings on disease and keeps it going. So decide today to use time to become the master that you really are 
by feeling into joy and acting towards others and yourself with love. The journey into wellness begins by treating yourself lovingly. It's really difficult for most of us to do that because we've all been trained into thinking we're sinful, unworthy, and at some unconscious level, deserving of punishment and control. You need to realize that although you were taught that, it's time to let that go. You've got to start telling yourself a new story, the true one, that you're wonderful. Start to believe that and get passionate about the feeling that you're a gift to the world. Doing that is what will make you the high vibe being you came to be, and it's certainly by living that way that you become an asset to yourself and everyone else. Am I making this up? Absolutely not. I came to these conclusions by studying A Course in Miracles. Now, it's not the only way back home, but it is my way. Whatever your spiritual journey is, you'll know it's correct if it continually brings you back around to love. If anyone tries to impress upon you that you're guilty, shameful, or unworthy, let that go and then let them go. Those beliefs are unworthy of you and not worth your time. I chalk up the reason for me still being here to the course. As fate would have it, I was doing the research to write my first book, Put Cancer Behind You, when I came across the trance channel, Tina Louise Spalding, on YouTube. At the time, she was bringing through Jesus so he could explain each of the 365 lessons in the course in a current, relevant way. As I watched her and listened, I began to open my heart and feel into love, feel into radical acceptance of what is and everything that had happened to me, and I began to really feel into quantum forgiveness of everything I didn't want more of. That's everything that was going on as I was sitting at my kitchen table writing. That was the start of this leg of my journey. And I've kept at it because once I put myself into remission, I knew I wanted to stay there and realized that doing the same old thing I'd done for years and letting old beliefs rule my mind was not going to get me the healthy life that I wanted. I knew I had to change. And so I began to dissect what I'd done to get into remission. And what became obvious is that I'd been so immersed in feeling into the teachings of A Course in Miracles while I was writing that book, so dedicated to feeling and love and joy and forgiveness, that I actually healed. I was tuned into the frequency of love, and since the frequency of what you put out is what comes back in a holographic universe, that high vibrational frequency is what became my new reality. It took several weeks of focusing on love and feeling into it, and I simply went into remission. The answer to every health problem, as it turns out, is to go high vibe because nothing is more healing than the frequency of love. In these past few years, I've been training myself to create consciously in order to keep the high vibe going. Life can be tough, that's true, but if we weren't up to the task, we wouldn't be here. So stay the course. Every time you have an untoward thought or feeling, take a step back and ask yourself, what story am I telling myself about this? What am I believing? What am I thinking that made me feel so bad? And if you do the work, you'll be able to determine the beliefs that you have that are bringing pain, sorrow, and poor health your way. Be grateful for that, because once you see and understand the negativity going on in your subconscious mind, you can find a different story to tell yourself. You can forgive the old story and consciously focus on love so that more love and great health manifest for you. If for some reason you still can't see where the problem's coming from, ask your guides and teachers to show you 
where the problem is. Ask for help in coming to terms with it so that you can forgive it and let it go. And that means praying. And I suggest you do that. And as you move through this process, tell yourself every day that you are love, that you are light, and that you are part of God. Feel the love and happiness that goes with that. And sooner rather than later, you will feel well. That's how creation works. You feel into what you want to have as if you already have it fully. And with enough energy behind that feeling, it will manifest. We've all been trained into thinking that if we don't want bad health, we should focus on it, fight it, and try to overcome it. But the truth is that whatever you focus on is what you get more of. It gets strengthened by your attention. So don't look at or focus on anything that's unhealthy or upsetting. Envision what you do want that's uplifting and feel into it. Then take action as though it's already happened for you. When it comes to cancer, put disease completely out of your mind. See yourself brimming with good health and feel into it. Do this for 10 minutes every day and then go take action that demonstrates you're well. That's how you begin to consciously create the life you want. And don't forget to forgive everything and everyone before you start that meditation using the quantum forgiveness prayer that I've recited in other podcasts. Oh, and be sure to include yourself in that forgiveness practice. Begin to see planet Earth as a university where you and everyone else are learning lessons that lead to higher frequencies and dimensions. Yes, you do want to graduate and move on to happier, healthier living. And the way to do that is by consciously taking control of your mind and letting go of unhealthy beliefs. As I always say, no one is coming to save you. That's because you're the powerful being you've been waiting for. Stop allowing others to dictate your life and your health. Step into your big girl and big boy shoes and follow your heart on a path towards love. Stay steady and stay strong. That is your destiny. And as you go, know that I'm sending you all the love and light and energetic support that I can muster. You are a magnificent holy being on a journey of expanding consciousness. You're limitless. Remember that and walk fearlessly into your future. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at MariaBarnesPCBY. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2023, Maria Barnes, LLC, All Rights Reserved.